Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched Young Justice Outsiders episodes 10 through 13 over there on DC Universe. And I also want to talk about the comics that I picked up this week, um, the ones I read, and my quick thoughts on each of them. And if you should check them out as well. Um, So I'm going to start with uh, Young Justice. Um very good episodes um i enjoyed all four of them um it took me a while to get around to watching watching these um because i was busy uh going to all kinds of wrestling stuff over in phoenix but uh i finally watched them and uh i'm looking forward to the second half of the season um which will start airing in uh june i believe um, I was a little bit disappointed that there wasn't anything brand new as far as TV shows. Um, they did put um, The Reign of the Superman up on DC Universe this week because um, it also came out on um, Blu-ray. Um, I haven't watched that yet because I realized that I didn't get The Death of Superman yet. And I've got to watch that first because it's uh there are two sides of the same coin uh, i guess you could say um they are it's a direct sequel to it unlike a lot of the the dc animated films are kind of standalone i'm realizing now that i did already get it now i have two copies of it oh no Oh no! Maybe I'll uh, I'll have to give away this other copy of it. Um, why didn't I check that? Uh, the reason I didn't see it is because it's in a different case. That's probably why. Uh, but I still haven't actually watched it yet. But I'll I'll do an episode about the death of Superman and the reign of the Superman. Um, I've heard they're both very good. Uh, but they're both. I think they're also both on DC Universe. So if you don't have them on Blu-ray, uh, and you have DC Universe, I think you can just watch both of them. You can definitely watch Reign of the Superman on there. Um, they added a bunch of other stuff. Um, a couple other movies, I think, um, older ones, and uh, a ton, a ton of comics. Um, a lot of volume one of uh, DC Rebirth. Um, I recommend a, a, a bunch of those, uh, like uh, DC Rebirth Batman volume one. Uh, that's the one I really liked. And um, I don't know uh, what else is on there. Probably, you know, probably all at least like Wonder Woman and, and Superman. But I think there's also like Suicide Squad and um some others but anyway it, it kind of makes up for there not being uh that doom patrol didn't start this week uh i think i think it starts next week I, I i didn't dive deep enough into searching the release dates for that so a new episode every week of 2019 uh maybe they missed the mark a little bit there but they also put out I don't see why they didn't just didn't do two episodes last week and two episodes this week of Young Justice and it would have fulfilled that. I mean, I mean, technically they did 13 episodes, 13 brand new episodes in just four weeks. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's a, a pretty good, pretty good uh, release schedule so far. Anyway, uh, 
I took a, a few notes on here. Uh, some of these episodes had like so many characters, like this first episode, uh, episode 10, exceptional human beings. Um, we see training happening on both sides with uh, our, our newbies being trained by Nightwing. We also see a bunch of people, um, nobody specific, being trained by Lady Shiva. Um, so we have this this uh, team of Batman, Clayface, and Katana going to try to infiltrate the League of Shadows, get more information on all that. Slade is also there, and Bane ends up getting into a fight with uh, with Batman, I think. But uh, we also get the seeds planted. This culminates in the next episode, um, Victor Stone and his father. Uh, we see Victor playing football at the high school and all that kind of stuff. And um, I was getting pretty excited by the end of this episode, but we didn't qu- get quite the payoff yet. Um, we also, this episode, we see Violet Harper. Violet chooses the last name Harper um, so that she can enroll in school. And that also gets paid off in the next episode. Uh, we see her and Forager enroll in school, uh, which is a lot of fun. Um I like this response. I'm sure I've heard this before, but um, McGann says, oh, it's nice to meet you, Violet Harper, uh, after they choose her name. And she's like, oh, it's very nice to be met. Um, I like that response. But anyway, uh, yeah, we end this. What does that say? Something recruiter. Sneaky recruiter. Oh, uh, uh, a recruiter is trying to get Victor Stone to, to go to college or something like that, but he's actually working for his dad. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of tuned out like for the the thirty seconds though that was happening. But anyway, the next episode called "Another Freak." Victor storms into the lab. He's very mad at his at his dad, uh, but the, things go wrong and Victor's crushed by all kinds of uh, machinery and uh, pieces of 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 riffraff that's not the word i wanted um and we get the origin of cyborg uh cuz his father has been working on this father box and he uses it he puts it on his ch- on uh victor's chest and it starts its tendrils come out and wrap up the body and tap into the power the building's power supply and all that now i was kind of shocked at how graphic the crushed uh victor stone victor stone was like uh half of his skin like all of his organs were out and like half of his face was like just demolished um yeah pretty 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 intense pretty intense um but also really cool. Now he uh, he he wakes up and then this ties into the high school storyline. And so like this this episode, I think as far as uh, overall story, was my favorite of these four. The next episode was my favorite in general because it was like really fun. All kinds of crazy stuff happens. But this one, um, as far as the storyline of this group of new um, heroes goes was excellent and tied together so well because over in high school we have uh violet harper and forager but he has to he he needs a a, re- a regular name 
Um, he has this uh, glamour charm. He becomes glamorous. It makes him look like a high school kid. And uh, he comes. they come up with the name Fred Bug with two Gs. Um, and he, he that that plays into a lot of his dialogue the whole time. I like Forger. I think Forger is my favorite. But uh, Violet's not feeling well. And they end up under the bleachers. And she opens up a portal when she's indigo colored. Which um, is different from being violet. Like, I, I personally couldn't tell the difference between those two colors. Maybe it's just my TV setup. Um, that maybe there isn't that big of a uh, as much of a difference as there is but i think the indigo is a like a lighter purple i don't know the definition of indigo anyway it's before yeah i think it's between blue and violet anyway she makes a portal and she ends she go she goes into it and ends up in um stone's lab and uh victor is going crazy and like wants to destroy his dad and all the other people and is like attacking him and everything but violet taps into him and heals him and calms him down and takes her uh takes him with her back to the high school through that portal um so that brings us to the next episode my favorite episode of the season possibly it's called nightmare monkeys so we have one storyline centered around garfield um beast boy he's on set for space truck 3052 or whatever it's called um and uh he he goes home and he uses a a good goggles headset um starts playing this start space trek game and he starts go he goes crazy he starts hallucinating as a he's he he's uh convinced that he has to go to encino so we're in encino instead of uh this hollywood party um his girlfriend is very concerned she calls uh 911 she calls uh mcgann and they all come and it is they're trying to figure out what's going on but in his headset experience um it goes through all these different scenarios and stuff um but my favorite of them all was Doom Patrol Go. So it was done in the style of uh, Teen Titans Go. And uh, all the same voice actors, I believe. But they're just they're playing different characters. Uh, of course, Beast Boy is played by the same person. But, um, like, Elastigirl is, uh, is played by this, the person who does... Um, I don't know. I... I it's it's the same cast but they're playing different characters and it's awesome it's so funny and they're like all right it's time to go die it's right in our names at doom patrol like and then there's a great song ah it's fantastic just that part alone maybe like this uh, it makes this my favorite episode um but megana she is able to tap into his brain and and save him while he saves himself first but uh, she's there and uh, she like gets him back out into the real world. And uh, yeah, I, the, the whole goggles thing, I'm really happy with how that is paying off. And we see we get more explanation of what's going on in the next episode. But we'll get to that. Um, let's see. Uh, so they recruit. They bring Victor back 
to uh, uh, Connor and McGann's house, and uh, he's like, oh, you guys aren't freaked out? And they're like, no, it's fine. And the forger's like, ah, are you freaked out? He takes off his charm, and he's like, oh, he falls over. Um, but we find out that uh, Violet, um, she is not, uh, what was her, what was the girl's name? She's she's not her and they realized her saying that she's not her is true because uh is the mother box that was destroyed by um uh where with all those experimentations where that she was a part of that the soul of the mother box must have enter, uh become part of her and brought her back to life and all of that so um she is she is her own person and not the same person as before she she passed away with all those experiments and everything like that the the metahuman gene experimentation um let's see let's see let's see so that leads into the next episode um well, it's just cool. It explains why Violet is able to tap into um, Victor's uh, father box machinery, circuitry, all that is able to, to communicate with it and like neutralize it to not make him a, a murderous psychopath. Um, and that uh, comes into a play in the last episode of The Bunch, True Heroes. Uh, so Victor and, and, uh, Violet are left, uh, back at the house while the others go on a mission. It's a multi, uh, pronged mission. We only focus on one of them, but we're told that like other splinters of the Justice League are also going after, um, other metahuman abduction centers. Um, they figure out that the goggles, uh, poke the users test for the metagene and then if they do have the metagene that they uh are then brainwashed to go to these center uh to, to these locations where they're abducted and experimented on and all that kind of stuff so um yeah it's cool to see everything from this first half of the season really come together um the team we focus on is going to the location where uh brion's brother brion's sister is uh being held and uh brainwashed and all that uh so they do find tara and the rescues we're told all of them are successful and uh brion and violet officially become boyfriend and girlfriend which is all very nice um tara is brought back to the to the house with them along with another kid who was uh part of this program who had been abducted but as it turns out that kid is a mole and is still in contact with the League of Shadows. So that leaves leaves us hanging until June when we get the next set, uh, the next run of episodes on its way. So um, I like it a lot. I think at some point I'm going to watch this whole season again, and I I should go back and watch the the first two seasons. Although um, you know I'm not really. I'm not sure if there's really anything in those that would be like new new information to help enjoy these episodes more necessarily. I feel like at this point 
they've covered all the characters that are involved with everything so well that um i don't feel like i'm really missing out not having seen the first two seasons at all but i'm looking forward to more and i am very excited for doom patrol um to to get started out um i think it's next week i assume um but uh i'll i'll keep on talking about that and starting with this week um i do subscribe to a lot of comics um some i am caught up on some i'm not and i'm trying to get it so that i'm caught up on all of them but it's a long process i've fallen very far behind like all of dark knight's metal I know this is like a year and a half ago, two years ago now, and I still haven't read any of them. And then that like puts a hold on reading other stuff because I know that it ties back into that. Anyway, The Batman Who Laughs, I did go ahead and say, okay, screw it. I'm, I'm going to read this because it looks awesome. And I, I know I haven't read any of Metal. But anyway, so starting with this episode, um, I think I'm kind of bailing on doing The Shield and The Lost uh rewatch episodes so if you're looking forward to those i'm sorry um instead these uh friday or weekend episodes most likely on saturdays um i'll be talking about the new dc show um whatever that is on dc universe and talk about all the comics that i uh picked up and read for that week um or we may not necessarily have have picked them up this week i think all of these actually yes all of these are are comics that came out this week um if you haven't been reading heroes in crisis i i recommend it as the number one comic that uh should be read if you're a fan of dc um as far as getting physical comics get heroes in crisis it's a nine-part series uh, and issue number five came out this week but also this month uh flash and batman have uh uh heroes in crisis tie-in story and uh so annual flash number two is uh like an epilogue type of thing or like a prologue uh tying heroes in crisis to this uh four-part miniseries so this isn't officially part of that it is officially part of that but it isn't part of the four parts yeah anyway um heroes in crisis was excellent this week as it has been um the preceding four um issues and then this flash annual um does an awesome job of i'm not caught up on flash i've only read volume one i think is like the first six to eight issues of uh, flash rebirth i know it's not called rebirth anymore it's called something else or it's just just it's just what it is it's just the comics that come out but um all kinds of stuff because we get godspeed which is uh he like is appears right at the end of that first volume um as far as the trade paperbacks go um so that was awesome to see him in there and i now i'm i i do want to read more of uh from there so i could see more of godspeed in action but we also get impulse in here who's just introduced i think he was just introduced in um young justice tying into uh the episodes of young justice it is a different cast of characters we don't have impulse on the tv show obviously but um 
I am really excited for more of uh, the Young Justice comic. It's uh, one of my favorite um, first issues in a while. That I'm, I'm really excited for more of that. So here's in Crisis and Annual The Flash number two. They uh, they tie in together. Uh, I don't really want to give away any plot details for all of this stuff, um, especially stuff that's uh, in the midst of what's going on, because this is like halfway into the whole story. Go check it out. My number one recommendation for this year and last year, Heroes in Crisis. I know it's, it's not finished yet, so it might end up not being very good by the end of it, but... Uh, I, I think the chances are pretty good that it's going to continue to be awesome. Um, Dead Man Logan, issue number three. Um, I don't remember all the details of what exactly happened in issue number two, number one and number two. Uh, Logan, he is from a different timeline. Um, I'm also not caught up on all the uh, all of the goings on of his disappearance, like the original timelines, Logan disappearing, all of that kind of stuff. But... It is cool. Uh, we get some Mysterio action. He is uh, doing some mind control to make Logan think that he's fighting the Sinister Six when he's actually fighting the Avengers. And he's doing a pretty good job of kicking their butts. So, um, yeah, I did like this issue. Um, and I'm looking forward to see what happens next in it. Um, some Some cool stuff some cool stuff with the um that's veal being pulled over his eyes we also had wwe forever number one um this issue had uh five different stories in it um i liked most of them um i liked how we sort of got two that were closely related but i felt like they were in the wrong order um because we had one with the million dollar man um trying to buy uh going to like a jewelry shop and then he ends up getting into a fight with um who's he who did he get razor ramon uh because uh anyway it's it makes sense when you're reading it but why they're in a jewelry shop and all of that but he's trying to get his tag team belts done but then later on we see the origin of uh money incorporated i think it is when he he uh teams up with irs which is who he wins the tag team championships with, I believe. So it's, I th feel like those should have been in the opposite order. But anyway, that's like a, a stupid complaint. Not even a complaint. Um, it, was a, it was a really fun comic. And uh, I got the pre-order variant, which has like the entire current roster on it. Um, as of like december i think um because i don't think like nikki cross or lacey evans are on here um but like the whole riot squad is here um you got the revival uh it's it's an awesome awesome cover and uh it'd be really cool to collect signature to, uh, i'll probably take this with me just if i do get the opportunity to get any main roster s signatures um to to add those onto here but they are all really small so it'd have to be like really small signatures so maybe i won't do that but very cool cover um awesome f five stories this is like a double sized issue and uh if you like wwe and if you it's likely that you do if you do follow if you listen to this podcast 
go check that out. Uh, then we have the Unstoppable Wasp. Um, very. Uh, I I was I felt a little bit lost because I couldn't remember what happened in issue number three. Uh, issue number four. Um, pretty good. Uh, we have uh, it addressed some like uh, some psychological um issues uh that are uh, that could be relatable i thought it was very good um and uh yeah yeah it's it's a good one i i i am liking the series so far uh then we have the amazing spider-man issue number 14 or legacy issue number 815 um you know i didn't really like this issue uh, because it was so, it, most of it was about uh, Aunt May and uh, whatever she's doing on that. And then it finally picks up like right there at the end um, and Spider-Man gets involved with uh, the, the this attack that's happening at the restaurant that Aunt May is at or whatever. So I wasn't really into this one, but it it wrote me back in right there at the end and i'm looking forward to see what happens next there um action comics number 1007 oh this variant cover this is one of my favorite covers of all time we have the the red stripes going across the stri- the sky and then the stars of the american flag made by like a, a what, what what type of cloud is that it's like a broken up cloud like you know and it's kind of a wispy cloud it's just a uh like anyway this cover is amazing uh it's by gleason um and the 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 regular cover is pretty good pat gleason he hit his first name over in one of the clouds i think let me open this up let me let me confirm that I think it has. Uh, I think this comic has their all the credits at the la- at the end. Let's see. It's the Wonder Twins credits. Okay, we have the uh, uh, preview for the Wonder Twins at the end of this issue. So that's cool. Um, yeah, Pat Patrick Gleason did this variant cover. Um, the regular one, uh, Steve Epting did the art of this comic and the uh, cover. The uh, regular variant cover. It's still pretty, that cover is pretty good, but I like these variants um, of most of the DC titles because um, they're like they're like painted and they're just amazing, especially Bat, Batgirl and Catwoman. Those variant covers are amazing. But um, as far as actual story going on in this issue um a lot focused i can't remember exactly what's going on here um a lot of jimmy olsen in here and a lot of lois lane with only a little bit of superman in the last few pages um so kind of like this week's amazing spider-man that uh but I like this one a little bit more because I'm more inter- I, I am a little bit more interested in those characters than I am with Aunt May. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm liking action comics. I'm liking it. Uh, then issue number nine of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Urban Legends. Now this issue, this run has been pretty fun. 
Um, it's the only Ninja Turtles title that I'm reading right now. But um, this one uh, was another one that I was kind of lost at the start of it because I couldn't remember what happened immediately right before it. But there's lots of cool stuff. If you like Batman, you got to check out this issue because we have, um, shoot, what is the guy's name? It's uh, the Night Watchman. It was, uh, looks a lot like like Batman. And then there's a lot of bats in this issue in general. Um, but it's kind of cool to see uh, the, the turtles interacting. I think it's mostly mostly Leonardo. But uh, see the turtles interacting with like a superhero type of guy. And uh, they're trying to find they're trying to find Splinter because he's been um, mutated into a, a bat um, and lost his mind is and all these people are being turned into bats, mutant bats. And it's not, no fun for anybody. Anyway, over here, uh, Star Wars Adventures number 17. Thought that was pretty good. Um, it continues with the Flight of the Falcon story. Um, part four of that story has been uh kind of cool uh they broke it up um the last month or so last few months with uh destroyer down um stars adventures destroyer down series i really like the is like four issues i really like those um so check those out star wars adventures i don't read the the marvel star wars books um i've just been reading these star wars adventures and they're they're fun they're more I'd say, I'd say they're more for like younger readers. It's a more cartoony style to all of them. And this one, the art I thought was really cool because um, it was kind of like in a, a um, kind of like a pas- oil pastel, like crayon type of type of look to it. Um, no no uh, hard black lines. No no like ink lines is all just done with the with the colors um the cover and the the actual interior art i I really like that at least for the first story the the second story i think is more like the regular style um and then the last comic that i read this week this isn't actually this is a pretty long episode but i like comics hopefully hopefully you're you're enjoying this or or hearing about something that you might want to check out um, Betty and Veronica issue number two. Uh, this is just a five issue mini series. Now I gotta say, for a lot of these Archie comics that are in the, um, um, you know, I don't necessarily like the the art style. It seems like kind of rushed sometimes. Um, but uh, this the actual story. I, I do enjoy um this is like the fourth different variation of betty betty and veronica um that i've read recently because we had uh betty and veronica meet um harley and poison I- harley queen and poison ivy uh we also had uh betty and veronica vixens and then of course uh just what's going on with them in the regular archie series um so it can be a little bit confusing and and obviously them on Riverdale, the, the TV show. Um, not to mention the Riverdale, the comic book, which probably is also uh, different from the, 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 the TV show as a different timeline from that. So, yeah. 
but it's it's good it's it's a it's a nice story if you like um the characters um it's pretty good for the story that they're they're having there's like internships and stuff like that they're, they're, it's mainly uh like a big part of it is uh them trying to figure out what to do after high school like if they're gonna go to college uh, like uh, veronica's parents are pressuring her to go to like an ivy league type of school um but she wants to go to regular school uh like a, a local like community college type of school with betty and uh stay there with her friends and um so it's all that kind of stuff and uh but there's not anything crazy going on like uh like murders at the lake or anything like that like you get with that but it's also but at the same time it's a little bit more it's a bit more serious than like oh no we have two dates so i can't go on like this like the classic kind of archie comic storyline so anyway that's it for all the i did pick up a couple of other comics um but i'm not caught up on those yet um like uh justice league odyssey came out this week but um i'm i haven't even started reading that run yet i think is uh issue number five now um and there's a couple other ones i don't remember exactly those are in the other room as well but um yeah i think i'll keep doing this each week uh i'll do the first half we'll talk about the new dc show and then the second half of the episode i'll talk about that week's comics that that i've read anyway um and uh oh yeah i also got uh i picked up some used books um which is really cool uh that they had um some of this stuff uh showcase batman and the outsiders um it was only like nine bucks there or something i think brand new it's like 18 dollars or something like that so that was a good deal on that and then um i picked up more um uh bleach uh comics uh manga um because i have the first four volumes and i picked up the the next five so i have one through nine now out of like a million i don't even know i I think bleach is this is maybe like the second longest at least in north america second uh second most uh prolific manga published yet maybe behind one piece i may be lying there um let's see uh bleach i just you know what? i'm just gonna look up uh bleach manga i don't think they still they don't they don't still make it do they is it still ongoing oh yeah and it in 2016 so 74 volumes oh actually that's not that's actually not very many it is a lot it is a lot um but i was thinking it'd be i guess one piece uh, is only up to like 88 so far um but uh let's see longest running oh this episode is getting real boring here at the end longest running manga by volume count let's see Okay, this is by Yeah, by volumes. Oh my god. There's so many more that are have gone longer than um 
than one piece i think the ones in green the the screen i'm looking at i think the ones in green are ongoing oh yeah one piece is even close to being the longest running let's see one piece is only up to 91 only um it's the 26th longest running um and it's still going um let's see major i haven't heard of that so 72 where does 72 take it gentama is ongoing is at 75 um uh, if naruto that ended at 72 bleach ended at 74 okay um but baruto baruto is that the sequel to naruto that's still going on i think sorry note about that no, they don't have special notes about it in particular. But um, what's the the highest count of one that I actually know? I've heard of Detective Conan. I haven't read any of it. Um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay, that's up to one twenty three. Um, I haven't read any of that. That one's hard to collect. Hard, a lot harder to correct because it collect because it comes out in the those really nice hardcover um volumes and the numbering of them isn't um because i see like oh there's number two but i don't think it's the same number two that i need because i have the first volume but i don't know if it's that it's the very very first volume it's just the first volume of the set that it's from i'm not sure um let's see cooking papa that sounds fun um okay so gogo 13 has the is closest to becoming the newest number one uh, like getting into the top three top two it is number three it's ongoing has 191 volumes um number one and number two they have both ended uh that's dokaben and uh kochiro katsuchika however you say that um at 205 and 200 um so JoJo's is the one is the highest ranking one that I actually um, am somewhat familiar with. It's sitting at number seven with 123 volumes. But anyway, um, I that's that's it. Um, I'll also try to throw in some uh, older stuff if I read like uh, trade paperbacks, not necessarily older but um stuff that didn't come out that week earlier than the the week that i'm recording so stay tuned for all of that um uh if you are a subscriber to comiXology unlimited um i am also a subscriber give me some recommendations for unlimited titles that i should check out because uh, i already have the service i may as well uh see what uh, to check out on there i haven't read anything on there recently but um uh the fir- the original Sup- superior spider-man um issues uh all those volumes are on there so i'm intending to read those because i really like the new superior spider-man um uh, that just started like two weeks ago coming out of spider geddon that whole event so i'll definitely be talking about that in upcoming weeks um uh, as i read the old um volumes and uh the new issues of S- superior spider-man so anyway that's it for now thanks for listening um let me know your recommendations and your thoughts on the stuff i talked about by tweeting me at tiw podcast 
Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes. Write a review on iTunes. Um, also subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to these podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back with uh, – I'll be talking about next um, WWE World's Collide Tournament because um, that's airing at, today as I'm recording this. Um, and halftime heat. I'll probably put those together into one big episode since halftime heat will only be like 15, 20 minutes anyway. Um, so that's it for now. Thanks for, for listening and I'll see you later here on TIW podcast. Bye.